Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T. What's up? How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Are you, are you excited about this episode? I'm so excited. So excited. So excited, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just talked out of the corner of my mouth like that all the time? You mean like uh, Katie Holmes? Drew Barrymore. <laughs> or... <laughs> Or, yeah, Katie Holmes, that's a good one. Mm. Um, <laughs> All right, Joey. You can't even see my face. I don't even know if it's coming across and how I sound, but. <laughs> am, I, <laughs> am I trying to do it and yeah, I look ridiculous? I it's not. I'm sure I don't look great. <laughs> and that's why this isn't an, uh, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> I just ruined my own bit by failing the words. Jesus Christ. I liked it. It was pretty. Thanks. No problem. So much <laughs> <laughs> can't do it uh let's just dive into this fucking bitch all right <laughs> let's do it let's do it um this is episode 902 mm-hmm. 10 <laughs> um not that. <laughs> nope that was fail <laughs> you didn't even give me the courtesy of a chuckle i was like oh that failed <laughs> that was the worst joke ever <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. I'm sorry. No, don't be. Tell me when I'm bad. Like I'm, I can, I can take the criticism. Um, See, off the rails. Now, already. now this is giving me the chuckles. Oh man. Okay. Episode nine hundred two, mm. titled "The Best Laid Plans." Sure. Which pretty back to form for Seventh Heaven titles. I feel like this is more in the milieu we're used to. Yeah. Um, the Amazon Prime spoilie is Simon comes clean about his affair with Georgia, um. which, okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, and then also the DVD description is Martin and Ruthie make up, but only after Matt gets involved. The doctor is in. The doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy and Kevin learn the sex of their baby. Oh my God. Oh. And Eric and Annie disrupt Simon's dinner date, which we kind of already knew. But, yeah. we, but I guess we didn't really see it happen in the last episode. Of they course. Going no. to. And in this episode, they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I kind of want to start there, I think. I want to start the dinner? with. Yeah. Because yeah, this episode literally picks up where the last one left off. Mm-hmm. In the last episode, Annie and Eric are out the door going to the restaurant where they're going to meet Simon and Georgia. Yeah. And in this episode, they show up at the restaurant mm-hmm. and they're they're early. Simon and Georgia are not there yet. So they get seated at mm-hmm. their four person table. Yep. And they sit down and um the waiter asks them if they want something to drink and it's the joke of like, just water and then the guy's like, A bottle of water? Yeah. He's like, no, just two glasses of water. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Like it's not a it's not a like innuendo or whatever. Like we're yeah. not trying to be coy. We want water, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then Simon and Georgia show up and we learn a lot of things right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we learn that Apparently, this is a restaurant inside of a hotel. Yeah. And also that Simon and Georgia have a room at this hotel. Yeah. And that George is paying for dinner because Simon has paid for the room. Yep. That's what we're that's what we learn. Yeah. And as soon as that bit of information is dropped at the table, 
uh, by Georgia herself, mind yeah. you. Every time you're saying Georgia, but even though every time the show has said her name, I'm singing Georgia <laughs> like every time. <laughs> Listen, don't leave on that jet plane just yet. Yeah. Okay. Or no, it's not a jet plane. It's a midnight train. Jesus, <laughs> once again, hoisted on my own petard. <laughs> uh, I should just shut up and let you do the talking to you. No. No. A <laughs> uh, resounding no. Um, so anyway, so as soon as that's that information is mentioned by Georgia... Um, Eric proceeds to order the entire fucking, fucking menu. menu. Yeah. <laughs> he asks for the steak and the asparagus mm-hmm. and the shrimp cocktail to start. Yeah. And all this stuff. And fucking gets a souffle. Yeah, yeah. And he advises the waiter to charge it all to the room. Mm-hmm. So, and so, you know, sort of like gives Simon, you know, some guff or whatever in yeah. that moment and it's obviously awkward it's a fucking ako taco situation yeah. simon and georgia were not expecting to see his parents yeah. when they walked in they've georgia's never met the parents so it's that whole like mom dad this is georgia hi nice to meet you kind yeah. of thing with this underlying subtext of like i'm the girl that's fucking your son yeah (laughs) like you know or rather from annie and eric's perspective like oh so you're the girl that my son is fucking yeah (laughs) oh man so um our two minute silent scene in this episode is eric devouring every single morsel of food on his fucking plate take going so far as to as the waiter is taking his plate away to finger pick the remaining like scrap of potato or whatever that's left on it and like like licking his fingers dry um and of course mentioning at some point how the burgers that simon and georgia have ordered are like overpriced because yeah. for just a couple dollars more they could have had the steak. <laughs> and, like the whole thing is just a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like I, I honestly don't know whose side to be on in that scene. I know, same. It's it's, it's awkward from Annie and Eric's perspective. It's awkward from Simon's perspective. Like I don't feel bad for Georgia because like I don't care about Georgia. Yeah. So the whole thing is just like weird and plays out very uncomfortably. Um, so they have their dinner and then they're talking mm-hmm. and we learn that Georgia is also a PK. Yeah. That her dad is a pastor at another church, church. in Glen Oak. Mm-hmm. Something about renewed faith or yeah. something like that. I didn't quite catch the name of his church. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, that's right. I didn't, I don't have that written down, actually. Yeah, because she kind of just says it. She almost mumble says it, too. Like, it's yeah. not very clearly stated. It's it's truly irrelevant. We just the get their run. last name, like Huffington. Huffington. Um, and, and we learn that they at their church have a program mm-hmm. for youths <laughs> youths uh, yeah for for youths um that is all about sort of the way that georgia says it is it's like it's a it's a supportive environment yeah. for teens to be open and feel comfortable like t- like talking about their sex lives yeah. or i guess 
anything to do with sex, right? Like yeah. thinking about having it, currently having it, yeah. fears and whatever, right? Who cares? Some sort of a youth group, basically, yeah. sponsored by the church. No one's judgmental. Yeah, it's this very safe space. There's like hundreds of people there. People from your church have actually come to our church. That's the part that makes Eric perk up. Yeah. Because he gets, I think, I genuinely think he's hurt by that. Yeah. Um, dare I say shocked? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think he's a little like, oh shit. Like, there's people in my congregation that want to talk about this stuff and have a place to talk about these things. And, and you're not we're providing, not providing that yeah. for them. Um, and so that takes him aback. And it sort of is the is kind of like the final like knife in his gut that they twist as they leave. And yeah, but also we we're forgetting that Simon has met her parents. Oh right. Well, yeah, we learned that in the last episode yeah, because like, because because what we learn is, you know, they've been they've come down to Glen Oak a couple of times, times yeah. for for their dinners and stuff for and their also rendezvous. for him to meet her parents. Yeah. And Eric at, even at the time like last episode mentions like you've met her parents like what the hell dude like yeah. what is, like is this that serious and shit and he's like well they wanted to meet me it's not like i'm trying to meet them or you know whatever yeah anyways in the in the last episode simon was very cavalier about everything and in this episode after the awkwardness that is their dinner yeah um eric again is trying to like with without saying the actual words kind of hinting at like oh like i don't think you guys are you know emotionally ready for this yeah. and like georgia i can't speak for you but like i know my son and da 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 and simon fucking like shuts him down yeah. dude i think you're missing the point dad oh. i don't think that it matters what you think or what mom thinks what matters is what i think and what georgia thinks thank you sir sir Please. And by the way, um, I do think I'm pretty emotionally mature to sit here at dinner with my mom and dad. Thank you. Who show up unannounced specifically to ruin our evening. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. And I, you, believe me, I'm not unamused by the whole, you know, eating enough to cost me my entire last two weeks paycheck. But that's it. Okay. I've had it. Ready? How many teens are in that class at your church? Um, about a hundred. Yeah, but that's including all the teens that come in from other churches. Mm-hmm. I mean, Simon's being a little bit of a shit. Yeah. But at the same time, I get it. Yeah. Like, he's backed into a corner here. What else? He has no do? choice but to, ma- like, to, to, like, shut him down, mm-hmm. you know? And I just love all the bit, like... Like he's he's like signing the check and yeah. mid sentence he's like thank you as he hands it back to the guy mm-hmm. you know like very like mature yeah like grown up type of situation happening for I him know. here um I don't know I I don't I don't hate it like it's not I'm, it's not a great color on Simon but at the same time I, I it's it's what he has to do in this yeah, moment I think he handled it pretty well considering yeah, yeah he's not. There's no scene. There's, mm-hmm. he's just telling him like, no, dude, 
my opinion matters. Okay, you've you have you have given me all the lectures. You have mm-hmm. taught me all these things. I'm allowed to make a choice or right. to come to my conclusions on whatever I feel about this situation or whatever. Or it, it, you raise him to make his own opinions. I know that's what I'll never understand about family dynamics like this. It's like at what point? At what point does the child? is like at what point is the child no longer under the wing and under the roof of you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and quite literally like he doesn't live there anymore guys like he like like if he never came home again you wouldn't even know you know what i mean like like he's got a whole life going on now i know i mean whether or not he's actually emotionally immature is maybe a conversation for another day in this moment yeah but regardless like you know he's off doing his thing you at some point you can't expect him to live under the rules of your house when he's not under the under your house anymore exactly i don't know it's it's a tricky fine sort of line there both both sides are kind of walking here Mm -hmm. you know um but in true seventh heaven fashion what we have to come to realize is that there's something underlying all of this, that it's not just a matter of Simon has made up, has, is a grown up and is making grown up choices. Oh no, there's like trauma involved and, mm-hmm. you know, like things that he's not saying or whatever. And I'm yeah. just like, can we just have a fucking story that's just about <laughs> what it is and isn't supposed to be like tempered so that the audience can feel like, oh, but that's, that's why. Oh, yeah. I get it now. Like, ugh, bugs me. <laughs> It, not but it, yeah well yeah it bugs me is what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> um should we just get into all that stuff now we might as well like, right we're talking about it so um so they go off presumably to their room mm-hmm. and simon doesn't come home all night yeah strolls in in the morning um again relatively cavalier mm-hmm. he's like he's like going to bed <laughs> like, yeah he, he goes straight to his room and is like undressed down to his boxers or whatever and annie comes in and she's and he's like mom can i have some privacy yeah. please like what the fuck and she's like not in my house you can't I'm like what are, <laughs> what are you thinking i'm your mother so she's like we have to talk da, da, da. and he's like okay i'm really tired right now so i'm gonna go to bed and we'll talk or whatever so, meanwhile, Matt gets one more round of being parent number three. Oh, yeah. With Eric and Annie, where he's like, dudes, my dudes. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't come home last night. Yeah. He got a room with this girl. Mm-hmm. They've, they were together all year long. And then not the summer. And now they're back together. Like, don't you think you need to like talk to him? Like there's some like he like you guys need to get through to him so that he can open up to you guys. Yeah. Because like he needs to talk and you guys need to listen in a way that's like not judgmental or whatever. And I love how he has the convo with Simon himself first. Like Matt and Simon have their little convo. And Simon says something to the effect of like, okay, but can you talk to them first? <laughs> like, and then I'll talk to them like, or whatever. Or can you talk to them? So I don't have to. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. Oh, that, that was kind of cute. It, I mean, it was really cute. And Matt's like, no, but I can talk to them first and then you can talk to, to, them. to them. So that's what he's doing here. It's sort of greasing the wheels so that there's an opening. Yeah. And then, um, 
And then, so Eric and Simon sit down. I don't know. I don't quite know why Annie's not there for it. I guess it's, you know, it's a father-daughter, father-son thing. Yeah. It's okay. She's in the kitchen. She's overhearing everything. Yeah, yeah, really. (laughs) Um, so, So Eric and Simon sit down and basically we learn, right, that he's been with Georgia, like, throughout the school year, mm-hmm. in the biblical sense. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and that's basically made his, like, him slack off from school. Yeah. And so he's on probation, probation yeah. from school, which, that was heartbreaking for me. Because yeah. I was like, that fucking sucks, Simon. Like, like it's one thing to want to exercise your right to have sex, but for it to, like, distract you to the point that you're, like, ditching class and shit, like, know. that's a problem. Um... And basically, he doesn't even really want to be with Georgia anymore. But after Cecilia left and dumped him, which mm-hmm. was a new tidbit that we didn't have yeah. until now, um, he kind of like sought out for her yeah. like, in that day that Cecilia was gone or Seriously. whatever. And But he doesn't really want to be with her, but he doesn't know how to sell her. And Eric's like, I think you're kind of putting the cart before the horse. Like, it's not really about Georgia. Like, you don't have to worry about Georgia right now. You just have to worry about getting right with God. Yeah. <laughs> Which, barf. <laughs> like, I hate that he's like, listen, first, apologize to God. <laughs> like, really, dude? Mm-hmm. Have we not passed this threshold yet? <laughs> anyway. So, and then Eric brings up the accident again, because he's like, he's like, I know the accident was over a year ago, whatever, but like, you know, you promised that you'd go to therapy when you went out to school. And he's like, have you been doing that? Like, how's that going? Because like, maybe this is still like residual trauma, whatever. And Simon's like, dude, no, it's not about the accident. Like that was in the past. It's not what I'm thinking about at all. Mm -hmm. Um. I I went to therapy for one session and then I didn't go anymore, whatever. Yeah. And so Eric's like, well, listen, I'm not just going to send you back off away to school when mm-hmm. you're dealing with this shit. So will you at least let me like set you up with some sort of a counselor or something here yeah. to talk to before you go back to school, hopefully with like a renewed, you know, vigor around yeah. like getting your shit back on track, you know? And Simon's like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and Eric's like, think about it, you son of a bitch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'll think about it. Um, and then they kind of like hug it out or whatever. Like, yeah. that's basically how they leave it. I, but I was a little like peeved at the whole, um, with this whole situation in the house between Simon and Eric, in the midst of like before they had this like conversation. Mm-hmm he's refusing to pay for things like you know like he's oh yeah like you're threatening him because he's having sex yeah well and eric calls himself out on that he's like he's like i'm becoming my father yeah i'm threatening him with money yeah like because yeah because what happens is they have that whole dinner argument right yeah he comes home the next day and decides he's not going to engage. So he like packs up and he's like, peace out. I'm going to school early. I'm going to find a job so I can pay for school. Like, I don't, you know, whatever. Goes outside. Turns out the car's not there. Yeah. Turns out Eric's no longer paying for his car insurance. Mm-hmm. Turns out 
Simon is like stranded here basically yep. in so many words. Um, and that's where they kind of ha- exchange words again, like before their heart to heart talk of like, you know, like you're just going to threaten me here without like, but with money, whatever. And Eric's like, yeah, until you fucking talk to me, I guess I have no choice. Yep. You know, but yeah, I did appreciate how Eric sort of caught himself though in that when he's talking yeah. to Annie in that sausage moment, mm-hmm. you know, like, they're they're talking about what you know what are we gonna do with simon or whatever and eric's like i don't know man like i i can't do what i've been doing because it's not gonna work yeah that's stupid like i'm not that i'm not gonna be that dad you know um i i think really that conversation that they have on that couch or whatever in the living room is like sort of just the them each sort of meeting each other halfway yeah you know like eric is uncomfortable having this conversation yeah. of a very frank conversation about Simon's premarital sex or whatever. Um, at, at some point too, um, Eric says to Simon, like, what do you want from you here? <laughs> like, yeah. what do you want from me right now? And Simon's like, I want you to tell me it's going to be okay that you hope I've, I've been safe and not reckless yeah. and that, you know, whatever. And Simon's like, I mean, and Eric's like, well, I'm not going to tell you everything's going to be okay, but I do hope you've been safe. <laughs> like, yeah. whatever. And Simon's like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's obviously sort of an awkward conversation for them to be having, but it's probably the most frank and like real conversation they've ever had with yeah, each I other. Agree. You know? And it's a little sucky that in all of Simon's 18 years of life, like this is the first like, real conversation they're having with each other i mean they tried to have that sex talk once whenever he was dating that one girl that was what like a year or two older oh the high school senior girl yeah yeah. who had the party at her house Uh or whatever yeah yeah, everyone's chasing each other yeah (laughs) but back then it was more like you're too young to have sex stop thinking about it now it's like a more like okay if you're having sex yeah i don't like it i'm never going to be on board for it but you know yeah. like stop <laughs> basically Ooh, stop. basically his eric stance is like oh just stop and apologize to god you know yeah. or whatever and it's like okay just promise me you won't have sex until you get married he does say something that i don't want to say struck a chord but it hit me the whole thing of like like you can see now how complicated and messy and like tumultuous sex can be mm-hmm. and you know full of guilt and stuff mm-hmm. like can you like can you at least admit to me that that's the case and that's why you'll wait till you're married yeah. kind of thing and my problem with that is that it was like it hit like it rung true yeah. <laughs> like, like i hated the fact that i was like shit though you know he's not wrong like yeah sex is can be like a messy guilt-ridden kind of hot mess of a situation you know Mm -hmm. and i suppose the safety net and the comfortability of doing that with your with your husband or wife like maybe mitigates some of hopefully mitigates all of that you know what i mean but it, it, I don't know. Like it, it was like kind of like uh, I had to like take a it, like hard look at myself. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, why is that true right now?" You know, <laughs> like shit. <laughs> you know, like it's not wrong. I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a pretty good, cool conversation they have. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they left it on a good note. 
it yeah. seems like their relationship is pretty much repaired in terms of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, I think, means that Simon's not going anywhere for a while. Yeah, you know? that's what it sounds like. Which is a pretty elegant, frankly, for this show, pretty elegant way to make that happen, mm-hmm. you know? Because they could have they could have done something stupid like, like, like he goes back, but then all of a sudden he's home again, you know, yeah. all that shit. But I feel like the fact that Eric's like, I'm not going to send you back till you're ready to go back means that Simon's going to be sticking around for a while, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so is that the Simon story? Pretty much? I think so. I, I have a feeling we're never going to see Georgia again. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> <gasps> terrible like, yeah that's nah, fine i don't yeah, want another i don't think the show is going to spend any time on simon trying to break up with her yeah like, that feels fruitless to, mm-hmm. to no end um yeah i just think it's gonna be just the simon single show for a while yeah. you know fingers crossed i guess because yeah because what i don't want for the rest of the season is just the girlfriend show again you yeah. know like like oh today i'm with this girl next time i'm with this girl like i don't care about yeah. that either like if i if, if if he's gonna be dating i'd rather him date a single person that i can learn to care about yeah. and you know grow with i suppose um so yeah that's that story that's the simon story um all right so where do you want to go next Mm-hmm. Where do you want to go next? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we talk about Ruthie and Martin? Yeah. Martin. Martin. <laughs> Why are we always trying to Frenchify these people's names? I don't know. It just sounds Robbie, fun. Robbie, Martin. <laughs> um, so, again, very much a two-parter, right? Like, Ruthie and Martin's beef hasn't res- been resolved yet. No. Um, in the last episode, she basically half slash didn't apologize to him dude when she goes up to that tent and gives him a bullshit apology <laughs> and martin in last week's episode but martin's face when he's like what the f-? like his face looks like what the fuck just happened i know but this one gets even crazier so um it's basically martin is still sleeping in his tent and he yeah. basically has said he's gonna sleep in the tent for the for the whole time that matt is here yeah. which is two weeks yeah because you know he wants to give matt his, the room to himself and mm-hmm. blah 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 which is nice but we all know the real reason he wants to distance himself from the yeah. house so matt um talks to him to sort of just be like what's what's going on dude like are you sleeping in a tent or whatever and sort of through a series of questions and answers and yeah. stuff narrows it down to the fact that he's beefing with Ruthie. Mm-hmm. And so Matt's like, okay, like, do you want me to like talk to her and like make this work or mm-hmm. whatever? And Martin's like, okay. So Matt talks to Ruthie a little bit. Yeah, a first little time bit. around. Basically like, like, you know better dude, like go apologize. You yeah. Know? And so she goes out there and once again, her apology, not so much. Mm. You know, Ruthie, I'm really surprised you didn't apologize. You and I are friends. You did something wrong. When a friend does something wrong to a friend, they apologize. Okay, you first. No, you first. But if you're going to apologize, that means you did something wrong. You know what? Forget about it. You're just a spoiled brat. You get your way with everyone because you're the youngest girl in the family and everyone treats you like a baby. Everyone thinks it's it's funny or cute when you do something wrong. But you're not with your family when you're at school. And other people might not find you so funny or wow. cute. I wonder how you lost Cecilia. I wonder why you haven't been able to get another girlfriend. 
I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact you don't know how to talk to a woman. A woman doesn't pants a guy at school. Oh, please! What's the big deal? If one of your buddies did that, would you be acting like this? No. You want a real apology? A heartfelt apology? Well, I'm sorry you ever came here. Damn. Dude. Some words were exchanged right here. Yeah. Honestly, it's like just kiss already. But... (laughs) (laughs) But... I mean, he's going for the jugular. She's going for the jugular. Yeah. They are at it with each other. Like, mm-hmm. they are not pulling any punches. Nope. She, I mean, she cuts him off yeah. to be like, you're going to die alone. Like, <laughs> like, it's it's really hard. And I really genuinely believe that his words hurt her. <laughs> yeah. Like, which is why she defensively was like, that's why you don't have a girlfriend. Like, I really genuinely think that her being faced with the fact that she gets away with a lot because she was the baby for a long time. I think that really hit home for her. Mm -hmm. I think so. And you, it doesn't really read on her face, but Ruthie's always been a little bit of like an enigma, you know, we talked about, but I, I, I feel it because when she walks away and like goes upstairs or whatever, like it's kind of, it's not just like this anger. It's, It's a little bit of like hurt. Um, so, all that goes down and then Matt once again gets involved because that wasn't an apology and yeah. Martin still hasn't moved back in. So he's like, listen, dude, like you gotta do that. You gotta apologize and blah, blah, blah. And um, so then eventually she does though. Right? Yeah. They, in the, they, they at, make up in the hallway. Talk at to school. Me. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. So, Martin, because he's a good guy, yeah, goes to the principal and he's like, okay, listen, I probably overreacted. Mm-hmm. Like, I really didn't, you know, I, I should have probably taken a second before I came running in here, like, complaining or whatever. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal in the yeah. end, you know. I don't think that she deserves a week's worth of detention, yeah. you know, whatever. And so the t- so the principal's like, well, you're a good dude, but we don't usually just take away punishment just because you said so kind of yeah. thing. So so if you can get her to come in here and like make things right with me, then we can see what we can do. Yeah. So he goes and finds Ruthie in the hallway and basically like apologizes to her for not giving her a right to right school, school. Mm-hmm. and ad- rather admits that it was wrong of him to do that to not yeah. do that um and you know kind of admits that like the whole thing was blown out of proportion yeah not the end of the world whatever and he's like you know i think if you go talk to the dean right now like she might take away your detention or whatever yeah and fucking ruthie she's i like, love her she's like i'm good there's some pretty cute guys in there yeah <laughs> I think I'm gonna go check him out. I I do love that moment. Yeah, that that's the Ruthie we all know and mm-hmm. love. And Martin like, was like a little impressed too. I know there was this moment of like respect from him. Yeah. Like, all right. I see you. Right. Uh, I see you, honey. Yeah. I definitely definitely feel the fucking tension between these two. <laughs> I know I'm making it up probably, but I, it's like so palpable. You could fucking bite it, man. Like it's right there in front of me. I'm like, just kiss already. Um, Cause you know, that's all they're ever going to do. Yeah. <laughs> like I it's normally say do. fuck, but not on this show. Um, Never on this show. <laughs> um, 
So also that makes Simon the first person to have sex outside of marriage, right? Didn't did Mary have sex with Ben or whatever? I don't know. I think the implication was, was that she did. Yeah. Oh, well, and you and I talked about there's no way she's not fucking old guy captain because oh, otherwise yeah, yeah. what are they doing together, right? Yeah. So, okay, I still think Mary probably was the first yeah. one. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so that's the story of Martin and Ruthie. Mm-hmm. It, all is good. It was good for all the beats of, like, they're fighting, they're arguing, yeah. and then for it to resolve the way it did, rather than, like, this neat little, I apologize, I love you, oh, yeah. bullshit. Like, it was, like, a cool kind of moment of, like, mm-hmm. I know I did something wrong, I know I did something wrong, I'm going to pay my price, also, there's cute guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, cool um so yeah that's i don't know it was all right i don't hate it yeah um okay so then that leaves lucy kevin lucy is that really all that happens in this episode it feels like there's more but honestly i don't know that that's true i mean sam um sam and david they get get in more trouble yeah they tell another story yeah the uh, end but they tell it to each other like they, they, they go over the story like this is we're gonna t- yeah we're gonna tell mom this is what happened yeah it's cute the end so they so annie coaxes them to go back to school yeah <laughs> like, yeah she's like we can't not go so let's go and they get in trouble because they set a mouse free yeah or rather they wanted to like give share the mouse to that to same gr- girl right? yeah, yeah and then she screamed and freaked out and the mouse went loose and the whole class and da 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 and and annie's like telling the story to eric and she's like and now they want a mouse <laughs> so i said maybe <laughs> like you know so i said maybe <laughs> so yeah that's them i mean it's cute i feel like that'll get old if it keeps happening yeah, throughout the course. rest of the season but yeah, yeah. for these two episodes like it's it's cute it, that it's they're not bad. that they're having a rocky start to their school career yeah. it's like it makes sense um okay so where we last left lucy and kevin was um she's feeling like empowered and doesn't mm-hmm. want to like rely on anyone or be that be that wife pregnant lady who's yeah. like oh no care for me or whatever yeah and she basically asked her dad for the associate pastor position at the yeah, church she did in so many words mm-hmm. kind of was like you don't want to give it to me don't you <laughs> or whatever. yeah but essentially asked for it um and now Oh, actually, well, well, and what we didn't talk about, bad us, is at the end of last episode, they get a voicemail oh, yeah. on their machine mm-hmm. from their doctor who says that there was an opening and if they would like, they can come in at four o'clock to find out the sex of their baby. Yeah. So we open on them having the conversation of like, I don't want to tell anyone about the sex of the baby. Yeah. And Lucy is saying that. And, and Kevin's like, why the fuck not? And like, why shouldn't we share it? They're yeah. going to find out soon enough or whatever. And she's like, I don't know. I just don't want to share it with anybody until I get my shit in order. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like, like, why, what would the sex have to do with anything? Like, yeah. People know you're pregnant. Like that, like the sex doesn't change anything. Or whatever, exactly. You know? But we, but we learn that for her, it makes it real. Yeah. It makes it like, this isn't just a theoretical baby anymore. Yeah. It's a real boy or a girl. She actually kind of like breaks down. She it's breaks like, down. I broke down with her. I'll she's be like, honest. can I just take it back? Like, <laughs> I, I'll be honest with her, like uh, with you. Like I genuinely was crying with her in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like I felt all the feels. I was like, Oh my God, dude, she's just like, she's just a scared girl. <laughs> 
and it's all so new and it's all so crazy and like she's like she's finally like letting herself like be vulnerable yeah. you know with Kevin and stuff and Kevin's just like like I'm here for you like you know whatever you want to do like whatever so then so then they're go- so they're getting ready for their appointment and he's getting all like dressed just up, up you know yeah. and she's wearing like jeans and a sweater and she's like she's like what are you getting all dressed up for he's like I don't know I thought we'd make a day out of this like let's go to our appointment and then we can go shopping and like get you some clothes yeah you know, whatever and like have dinner and stuff and she's like, she's like, okay, but I'm not dressed. And he's like, yeah, we'll go and get you some clothes. Yeah. You know, whatever. So she's like, he kind of like gets her all excited, excited. about it, yeah. which is again, super sweet. And also a testament to, I think why he was pushing for her to like share with him and stuff this whole time is because he wants to be there and like wants to mm-hmm. do all the things. And he even shares with her at some point, like that, he feels like he's not doing anything like he like he can't do much you know what i mean like he can't have this baby he can't carry it he can't do any of that stuff so like this is how he is going to be part of this yeah you know is like by taking part in all the fun stuff and mm-hmm. being there and all that stuff so they kind of get on the same page you know with each yeah. other and then they go out and they come back and she's got like 15 bags, bags. Of yeah. <laughs> and she's all excited and happy and stuff and they they decide that rather than go out to dinner, they want to have like a barbecue with the yeah. whole family so they can, sh- you know, announce the news or whatever. Yep. So um, I feel like I'm missing stuff in between, but not really. No, not really. So they're having this barbecue and they're outside. I think Matt's on the grill or something. George, <laughs> Kevin's on the grill, whoever. And um, no, it is Matt on the grill because this is when with he's the talking corn. to Ruthie and yeah. stuff. And Ruthie at some point mentions to Matt, like, oh, you know, you're starting to really sound like a doctor, dude. <laughs> like, you know, because he's like laying all this like parent number three shit yeah, on yeah. that, you know, and like saying all the right things. Like, even Martin said, like, he gives pretty good advice. She goes, it's Matt. He's goofy. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Like, he might be your older brother, but to me, he's just a cool dude. He gives yeah. good advice, which, again, a cute little thing to like remind us they're not related. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Anyway, so that's all happening. Simon and Eric have their are having their convo at that moment. So mm-hmm. they come out. And so everyone's like expectantly waiting. But they're like not till everyone's here. So like Annie has to come out. And so everyone gets gathered around the the grill or whatever. Yeah. And um, Kevin and Lucy are there. And everyone's like, well, you know, like mm-hmm. tell us. <laughs> or I think Ruthie says like, okay, so boy or girl. And the twins are like, are we going to be uncles or aunts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cute so they announce it's, it's a girl, a girl. <laughs> by the way totally fucking called it <laughs> i called it i knew it i totally knew it <laughs> girl mm-hmm. yeah i'm really good at predicting girls by the way <laughs> in my life um i'm like i think i'm four for four predicting girls mm. yeah nice yeah um which only means I'm, what, 50% in life because I'm not good at predicting boys, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so mm-hmm. they're having a girl, which is going to be cute. Oh, and that's why um, Kevin fainted. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he took a nap, okay? No, in this episode, when they come home from the shopping spree, yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm so excited. I'm sorry I fainted. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just excited. I was just like freaked out in the moment, but I'm ready. I'm excited. And and that, I think, triggered it for me. I was like, I bet it's a girl because that's why he fainted because it's a girl, you know, like whatever. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> So I'm I'm really excited for them. Like mm-hmm. I really want to see Lucy and Kevin with a little baby girl. Like it's I think gonna it's going to be, be super cute. Mm-hmm. And it's also like um we haven't had a baby girl yet on the show. Like no, yeah. Mary had a boy, the yeah. twins were boys. Like every mm-hmm. baby we've seen has been a boy. Even Renee had a boy. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Renee, that was her name, right? Yeah. yeah. But I was like, man, you threw that I'm out there. Deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's kind of cute. I'm excited. Okay. Um. Yeah. And so, like, that's how that episode ends, right? Is the announcement it's and the hugging yeah. and the loving up, and and we also know that Eric is gonna give her. Oh my god! I missed the best part. I knew I was missing something. You can say it. Well, b- basically, he he gives her the position of a holding well basically teen sex to ha- talk about it like abstinence. he gives her the position of teen sex well yeah he gives her like the position to be the associate pastor but to also provide a space where they can talk about teen sex mm-hmm. and abstinence and things like that well he basically wants to sort of compete with the youth group yeah. at the renewed faith place but but lucy kind of says i'm gonna handle it the way that i want to which is I, she needed to say that. Okay, thank you. She needed because, to say that. Because here's what happens. Because Eric Eric goes to her, or I don't even know exactly who goes to who at this point, but Eric's like, hey, so listen, about this whole thing, about wanting a job or whatever, what do you say about leading a youth group and talking to our teens about yeah. abstinence? And I literally wrote, no, yeah. abstinence? Why? Yeah. And I, I threw my pen down. I was like, really fucking show? Really? This is where we're going with this? Mm-hmm. You're going to make it about abstinence now that we've had a whole episode about how Simon's having sex? Like, yeah. really? And then, so he offers it to Ruthie. I mean, Ruthie, Lucy. <laughs> and Lucy's like, okay yeah like i'm down but it's not just gonna be abstinence and i was like oh thank god yeah <laughs> thank god lucy's on the right side and of history besides here. That, we've had we've had this talk about abstinence from season one until now i know but but honestly it's matt's words to eric yeah that ring that that ring in my ears of like dude, you know abstinence doesn't work. Like, abstinence only doesn't work. Like, yeah. like I'm a doctor. I've seen enough girls and women in positions that, like, they they shouldn't and wouldn't have been in if they were educated and had access to the right things yep. or whatever. It's true. And so, and then for Eric to be, like, abstinence education, I'm like, bitch, really? Yeah. This is your lesson? This is your fucking takeaway? So thank God Lucy was like, but I'm going to do it my way and it's not just going to be abstinence. Yeah. And he's like, okay, it's your your, it's your, your show. You can do whatever you want, which mm-hmm. I think makes her super excited and like, I'm really like proud of her and like, I'm happy for her and I hope that we get to see some growth in Lucy. Yeah. Through this, you know? Finally. Fin- I know fucking finally, there's a storyline for Lucy. God damn it. <sighs> Instead of Oof. her being jealous of Roxanne. Oh, my God. Yeah, they don't really talk about Roxanne. No. I guess we can just assume she went to join the army. Mm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> mm, bye. See you never. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
it's I'll save my rating. That's all right. <laughs> but you know, Matt and Eric, they just have a great oh exchange. Oh my god, you guys, classic Q speak is back, dude. Yep. When Simon gets home, I want to talk to him. Well, I, I want to talk to him when he gets home. Could I have a shot at him first? Why would you want a shot at him first? Well, do you think you and Mom are getting anywhere? What, you think we can't handle this? You think you can? You think you can? Is it possible that I could know something that you don't? Because you're a doctor and I'm only his father and... And are you a doctor yet? Have you talked to Martin? Do I need to talk to Martin? Aren't you curious as to why Simon is behaving like Simon is behaving? Is, is there something you want to tell me? No. There's something I want Simon to tell you. Well, there's something I want Simon to tell me, too. So you know. How did you know? Martin. How did Martin know? <laughs> Cecilia. <laughs> I was like, did you guys lose each other now? <laughs> it's, it's so good. I mean, them falling into their question banter thing is yeah. just gold for me. Like, I love it, too, because I, I don't know. There's something about it. I feel like normally, like when mm-hmm. I watch TV and stuff, that's the kind of thing that would pass me by. Yeah. Like it's the, it's just subtle enough that if you don't really know what's happening, you don't, I don't know that you'd notice it, but for whatever reason, I I notice it every time because they fall right in. It's, it's, it's in the cadence. It's in Mm -hmm. everything. Like when these two are together, you just, you can assume questions speak. It's fucking phenomenal. I love it every time. It's, it's great. (laughs) It is good. It's good. Yeah. Oh, Oh, you guys, I know too. We're two de- we're two eps deep already. <laughs> like, dude, it's gonna fly. Wow, wow, oh, wow. Mm. All right. So, any other share observations? Mm. Like looking at my notes. Is there yeah. something there? I don't. I know. I don't have anything. I feel. I feel like we no. talked. I feel like we talked about everything I wanted to talk about. But yeah, no. Yeah. Right. Nothing we're else. Good. Uh, well, then let's read it. Okay. You have to go first. Two this thumbs up. Nice. Yeah, two thumbs up. Because different conversations, I which I can appreciate. And like, you know, some golden moments with mm-hmm. the, with a question conversation. So, yeah. I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Yeah, me too. Yay. Dude, solid season so far. Don't jinx it. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Oof. Knock just, just on wait. my brain. Next episode. Uh. Fuck, I hate everybody. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, no, it's I. Yeah, definitely two thumbs up for this one. I enjoyed it. It was a fun watch. The only cringe moment was the apologize to God thing, but even that is sort of couched in a really good conversation between Simon and Eric. So I felt like I'll allow that one line. You know, like yeah. I can get over it. But um, I mean. It's it's just how they roll. Where it's like yeah. if he didn't say it, you'd almost you'd be like, "What? It's missing." <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. He has to because because at the end of the day, from Eric's perspective, like it is about God. Yeah. Like it's not even a it's it's a moral issue, but through the lens of the religiousness. Like it's not just like what's right and wrong. It's like what God says is right and wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get, you get why he says what he says or why he thinks what he thinks. Mm-hmm. I just don't agree, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's not the Jackie show. <laughs> Although that would be a great show. You guys, it'd be fun. It's me. Um, yeah. That would be the uh, most of that show, like just randomly going Bursting off. Bursting into yeah. 
Um, we were at Disneyland recently, well documented on this podcast, but there's that ride. What's that ride? Is it Splash Mountain? Yeah, right? That's yeah. got like the random like it's it's like you're reading a story as you're waiting in line there's like little like slabs of wood that's like Mm -hmm. it was a day a long time ago one of those days and one of the things says it's it was one of those days where you can't help but open your mouth and a song comes out yeah (laughs) and i was like oh so every Every day day? yeah exactly Um, yeah, that's definitely the, the, the Lady J show would just be like me opening my mouth and a song coming out <laughs> for sure. It would, I wouldn't even have to do it. Like you could just have like a, it would be like a jib jab of me, like, you know, like a, like a cardboard cutout with my mouth opening and closing. It happens all the time. <laughs> me opening and closing my mouth. Yep. All the time. <laughs> it's what I do for an hour on this podcast every time. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that's that does it for episode 902, folks. Yeah. Until next time. Bye. Bye.